Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, this is Max Gladstone, author of The Craft Sequence and co-author of This Is How You Lose the Time War. I'm so excited to introduce you to our new podcast, Book Burners. Bookburners is a supernatural adventure of survival, investigation, and transformation. Our heroes are survivors of magical catastrophe in the shadows of our world, and together they work for the Vatican's Black Archive, seeking out forbidden, magical, and monstrous lore, guarding the edge of the firelight against the darkness beyond. They save lives and souls. But can this knowledge be contained? Should it be contained? And if it breaks loose, what next? This project was first presented in 2015, but it feels more urgent than ever today. We're excited to share it with you again. You can listen to Book Burners wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at realm.fm. Welcome to The Case Within. True crime storytelling done responsibly. This is a story about uncovering truths, beginning with your own. While the show is based on multiple accounts of real-life crimes, the full story and names have been fictionalized. The Case Within is an immersive listening experience. At times, it may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. The show contains depictions of violence, sexual assault, mild language, PTSD, and traumatic events that some people may find disturbing. Content warnings for this episode are listed at the end of this show's notes page. Listener discretion is advised. Whimsical Entertainment presents The Case Within, created by Jonathan W. Robbins and Jillian Clare. Episode 8, Repercussions. Put David on the back. This is Agent Barber. I've got eyes on the inside. Opening clear, we have a visual. Repeat, we have a visual. Charles McDonough, FBI. Officer, I've been expecting you. It's Agent Special. Agent Bomber. Oh, <laughs> well, aren't I important? Look at all the rigmarole, all on account of my wife. Oh, no, sir. We're here for you. We have a warrant for your arrest and to search the premises. Yes, my, my wife Erin told me about your little chat. That, that, that was you, wasn't it? Yes. 
Well, then you should already know that she's here by choice, that she just wants to leave the past behind. Her mother needs to accept that. She did say that. Then you've clearly wasted all these officers' time. You've got no grounds to arrest me for kidnapping. Correct. Charles McDonough, you are under arrest for the murder of Jennifer McDonough. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say... While probable cause is required to obtain an arrest warrant for an individual, it is not always followed up with a criminal charge. If prosecutors decide insufficient evidence had been gathered, they may decline to levy a criminal charge against the suspect at all. An arrest warrant has the benefit of restricting the freedom of movement of the individual, allowing for further investigations without interference from the suspect. But the best outcome the prosecutors can hope for is for law enforcement to obtain a confession from the suspect. Officer, sorry, sorry, Special Agent Baumer, did I get that right? Can we just get this over with? We both know that you don't have anything that would even remotely hold up in court. They'll find something that will link you to her death? No, they won't. Why? Because you were careful? Because I didn't kill her. Your son, Mark, wasn't at the house with you. Do you need us to pick him up for you? We might be a while. Mark is with friends. He's quite safe. As I mentioned before, I anticipated your arrival. Look, it's, it's certainly tragic if, if someone murdered Jennifer. Yeah, you seem really broken up about it. I won't lie to you. Our breakup wasn't entirely amicable. And I used to dread the idea of accidentally running into her somewhere and having to deal with her vitriol, but... I, I, I know, it's horrible to say that, but if I'm being honest, finding out she's dead gives me some small relief on that front. That doesn't mean that I think she deserved to die, and it certainly doesn't mean that I'm the one who did it. This will go a lot easier on you if you just confess. I already told you, I did not kill her. You should know we've exhumed the remains of Jennifer McDonough. We found her buried in your backyard. Forensics is working on it as we speak. Uh, when, when, when exactly did you have time to excavate my backyard without me noticing? Hmm. Not your new place in Fillmore. The one in Del Mar. Del Mar. You must be mistaken. I've never owned a place in Del Mar. Not officially, no. But we know you were staying in one of the places you were realtor for there. Well, that would be unprofessional. Doesn't sound terribly much like me. Forensics is going to find your DNA all over that house. If it was one of my listings, then I, I'm sure they will. I mean, not at all unusual for a realtor to spend time at one of the houses they're trying to sell. You just have an answer for everything, don't you? I can only tell you what... I can only tell you what I know, Agent. Sorry, Special Agent. I keep, you know, forgetting the special. I wonder why that might be. Excuse me. Doesn't seem like it's going too well in there. He's overconfident. Thinks he's too smart for us. If I can show him he slipped up, I'm sure he'll crack. Well, here's the preliminary autopsy report, but you aren't gonna like it. Don't tell me that. This guy is evasive as fuck and smug about it, too. Sorry. 
The results show that she was shot in the head with a 9mm caliber bullet at close range. The striations suggest the bullet came from a Glock 19. Why is that bad news? We just have to link this to his gun and- That's just it. I checked. Charles McDonough, he's never owned a firearm. Well, not a legally registered one, at least. Fuck. Fuck! They didn't find one when they did a search of the house? Not yet. But as far as I know, they're still searching the place. I mean, he still, he still buried her though, right? You'd like me to charge him with violating the California Health and Safety Code for improper burial of human remains? Maybe. That's a misdemeanor. Unless we can prove he was doing it in order to cover up another crime, he'll be back out in weeks. I wish I had a better idea. I'm gonna try to talk to Erin. Maybe she saw something. If I can just get her to talk to me. You again. Why can't you just leave us alone? Erin, I just want to talk to you for a bit. Can't I just go home? You aren't under arrest. You can leave at any time. But good old Charlie isn't going anywhere. My husband didn't do what you say he did. Tell me about him. My husband is a good father to our child and a good provider. That's not what I meant. What did you mean then? What do you two like to do together? What restaurants do you go to? We have a toddler. We don't do a lot of going out. What about before Mark was born? I... Um... What was your favorite restaurant when you two lived in Del Mar? I... I don't remember the name of it. I don't think there was a restaurant. There was! I just, I can't... I don't think you went out at all. I think Charlie kept you locked in a cage in the basement. My husband hasn't done anything wrong. That's just not true. He murdered Jennifer. I think you know that, though. No, I don't know anything about that. I think that sometime after the two of them abducted you... That never happened. ...that they got into a fight and he killed her. He shot her. He... ...and hid the gun somewhere. No! Did he make you help him bury her? I don't- For fuck's sake, why are you protecting this monster? I'm done talking to you. I just want to sit here and wait for my husband, alone. That went well. Fuck, I snapped at her. Why would I snap at you? How does that help? She just keeps protecting him. Why would you do that? Because you missed something. I missed something? What made you yell at me? Because you're covering for him. I was frustrated with you. Why were you frustrated? Because you have Stockholm Syndrome. Is that even a real thing? And even if I did, why did you think bullying me like that would work? Because... Because it seemed like making you scared might work. It seemed like making me scared might work, or it seemed like I was already scared. It... You were already scared. But you're protecting Charles. That could still be Stockholm, or whatever you want to call it. You've been brainwashed by your captor. 
You were focusing too much on my words before. Now, not enough. What did I call him? Charles. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No pet names. Not Charlie. Not even his first name. It's always my husband. I was distancing. You were defensive. You were protecting someone, if not him. Myself? No. Assuming it's Charles who you fear, you'd feel safer here, separated from him. If anything, you're more afraid than the last time we talked. It's not yourself you're afraid for. It's got to be... A mother would do anything to protect her child. (sighs) Of course. Bummer. A word, please, now. Sir? I just had a rather concerning conversation with Dr. Saunders. Oh? Yeah. You have anything to tell me? I'm, I'm not sure. Dr. Saunders says that he didn't clear you for full duty. What? According to him, you were cleared for limited desk duty only. You shouldn't have been allowed to continue field work. I... I... What? You heard me. Do you know what the consequences are of forging a medical clearance? I, I didn't forge anything, sir. I swear. You really didn't, did you? No, sir, I, I swear. Well, that's strange. That doesn't make any sense at all. But I believe you. Nonetheless, I have no choice but to pull you from this case. No, no, sir, I, I am so close to reaching Erin. She's, she's going to give us what we need to put McDonough away. I'm asking for just a little bit longer, please. I'm sorry, Bomber. My hands are tied on this. I'll be sending in another agent to close it out. Wait here and give them your notes, then report back to the office so we can sort this out. How'd it go with the... Wait, what, what's wrong? I just got pulled from the case. What? What? Why? Dr. Saunders apparently recommended I be benched. Oh. There must have been a mix-up in the paperwork. I, I'm, I'm so close, too. I, I think I know how to reach Aaron now. So go do it. I can't. Mendez told me they're assigning another agent. It's going to be a while before they get someone else in here. In that time, Aaron could find her resolve. Charles could come up with a better lie. But what if... Just go. I'll run interference. It's, It's the least I could do. Thank you. You're the best. I'm really not. I told you I was done talking. That's okay. You don't have to talk. I just wanted to say a few things. Fine. First, I want to apologize for losing my temper earlier. That was uncalled for. Thank you. The reason I got so worked up is that your situation reminds me of something personal. What's that? The time I was abducted. 
I was about the same age you were when, when you left home. I remember being so scared. For days, my abductors controlled everything I did. When I slept, when I ate. Near the end, I almost stopped caring what would happen to me. I was only worried about what happened to my dogs. That's what's happened to you, isn't it? I, I don't... No, I... No. But you have a child. That's who you're protecting, isn't it? You're protecting Mark. Mark's fine. He's, he's, he's with friends of my husband. Why don't we just go check on him, just to be sure? I don't have the address. You don't know where he's keeping your child? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It just, it seems odd to me. I can't. Why not? I just can't! Come on, Aaron, talk to me. I can help. I can't help you. If I do, I'll, I'll never see him again. That won't happen. I, I promise you, we'll get Mark back. The two of you can go back home to your real home. I called your mother. She's on her way here now. No, she, she can't come here. Why? Charles doesn't know I'm adopted, and if he finds out, he'll be furious. I don't know what he might do. You've been with him for years. It never came up that you were adopted? He makes such a big deal about coming from a good family. If he knew that my genetic parents didn't want me, that I, I don't even know who they are. I, I'm going to help you. You and your son. But I'm going to need your help to do it. How? I'll make you a deal. If I can get Charles to tell me where Mark is, you need to tell us the truth. The truth? About what happened to you after he picked you up hitchhiking. And about what happened to Jennifer. You really think you can get my son back to me? I do. In fact, you just gave me what I need to corner Charles. Law enforcement can tell a suspect anything they like while seeking a confession. They can give you the results of tests that haven't actually returned yet, or pretend they have found evidence that they haven't uncovered. They may even tell you that they've received confessions or testimony from others in the hopes that you will turn on other suspects, possibly even revealing your own guilt. It's about time you got back. I was starting to think that you forgot I was in here. <laughs> no chance of that. I assume you've been speaking with my wife? I have. She's very upset. Well, of course she is. Her husband is being accused of a crime he didn't commit. Mm, I don't think that's why she's upset. She's more worried about Mark. Mark is perfectly safe. So you said. But Erin did tell me she doesn't know where these friends of yours live. Well, she doesn't need to know. She's free to leave. Well, you could be here sometime. What if Mark needs treatment for his condition? My boy doesn't have any medical issues. Oh, that's right. You never did meet Aaron's mother, did you? No. Why? There's a genetic condition that runs in Aaron's family. Are you familiar with X-linked gamma global anemia? A <laughs> gamma? No, no. What is that? XLA is a rare immune disorder. It prevents you from making antibodies. Without treatment, a simple cold could kill him. 
You're lying. I'm not. Nina Michaels gave us access to her medical history, in case it helped. No, no, no. I've seen Erin get sick. She recovered just fine. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the X in XLA. It's on the X chromosome. Women are usually only carriers. Both parents would have to have it for a woman to show symptoms. Males, however, having only one X chromosome, have a 50-50 shot of getting it if the mother is a carrier. No, this is, this, I don't believe you, okay? My son is fine. Erin said she's seen some of the early warning signs. She's been keeping a close eye on him. She... she would have told me. Would she? Really? She mentioned how you felt about your offspring being from good genes. Well, yeah, I, I... Let's just cut the bullshit, shall we? We may not have enough to convict you, but we do have enough to take this to trial. And given your somewhat, let's say, shady professional past, enough to hold you for some time. You can't. We can. And if anything happens to Mark while you're awaiting trial because you didn't release him to his mother, we can add negligence causing child death to the charge. Oh, no, you, you, you wouldn't. Oh, I very much would. You are lying to me. Try me. Fine. Here. This is the address he's at. Just... You make sure my boy is going to be fine. Why wouldn't he be? Because of the X gamma, whatever, whatever the hell it is you called it. Oh. There's no reason to suspect he has that. You... Yep. You... She was adopted. And now you've removed Aaron's only reason for not talking to us. Aaron, there's someone who wants to see you. Mommy! Oh, come here, baby. Mama's here. <laughs> Thank you, Agent Bomber. Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> I need you to keep your end of the deal now. He... He killed his wife, Jennifer. I saw him shoot her in the back of the head. Thank you, Aaron. I'll need a full statement, but that can wait. For now, just enjoy the two reunions. Two? <laughs> Mom? Aaron! Aaron! I'm so sorry, Mom. It's okay, it's okay. It's not your fault. I'm, I'm so sorry. No, 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 never mind that. Introduce me to my grandson. Um, this is... No, no, this is Ethan. Ethan, meet your grandmother. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Did you get what you need? I think so. Between Aaron's testimony and the opportunity and access Charles had, it should be enough for both the abduction and the murder charges to stick. The rest is up to the courts now. I know you needed this. I think I did. Now I guess I have to report to Mendez. I'll see you back at the office? Um, no. I've been suspended. What? 
Why? For falsifying internal FBI documents. I don't know if I'll be allowed back. There has to be a review first. You? You changed Dr. Saunders? Mendez should be calling you shortly. You'll be cleared of any wrongdoing. I'm sorry if you're stuck with desk assignments for a while, though. It, it's fine. Why... Nicole? Good night. Get home safe. Call mom. You've reached the Baumer residence. We are unable to take your call right now. Please leave a message at the sound of the beep. Thank you. Mom, I, I really need to talk. It's been a tough... Damn it. Mom, why won't you fix that? Never mind. I, I'm just coming to the house. I... I need to see you and Dad in person. Oh, good. Lights are on their home. Doors wide open. Mom? Dad? Hey, you left the door open. I know this is a safe neighbor. Window's broken. Mom? The Case Within stars Jillian Clare as Nicole, Jillian Shea Spader as Erin, Eric Martsoff as Charles, Martha Madison as Jennifer, Jonathan W. Robbins as the narrator, Abhi Sina as Suresh, and A. Martinez as Director Mendez, with Patrika Darbo as Lorraine, Paul Nigro as Dr. Saunders, Carolyn Hennessy as Debbie, Addie Dadio as Nina, Dee Freeman as Tamara, and Daryl Dennis as Agent Croft. Additional performances by Paula Lindbergh, Roger Estrada, and Rob Paget. Written by Jonathan W. Robbins and Matthew Carvery. Directed by Jillian Clare and Jonathan W. Robbins. Executive produced by Rachel Beatty. Produced by Jillian Clare and Jonathan W. Robbins. Consulting producer Susan Bernhardt. Story producer Matthew Carvery. Associate Producers Theodore Carvery, Tim Crawford, Myrtle McGovern, and Patrika Darbo. Original Music by Corey Celeste. Edited by Jonathan W. Robbins. Mixed by Corey Celeste. Audio Engineering by Eric Milos. Assistant Audio Engineer Maurice Soak, Jr. Catering provided by 16 Meals. Recorded at Clear Lake Studios. The Case Within is a SAG After Podcast. Special thanks to Susan Bernhardt, Robert Bernhardt, Seedon Spark, Shane Easton, Benjamin Berg, Ed Robinson, Tanya Einan, Katya Gardner, Rob Goki, Rob Paget, Maria Lisi, Jennifer Liao, Matt Jackson, Beth Newcomb, Matt Newcomb, 
Jody Younce, Allison Van Orr, and all of our generous contributors. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.